and welcome to a podcast that doesn't have a name yet. Hi. I'm Cassandra Cardenas. I'm Grayson Niles. Uh, at, Cass- at Cass Cardenas on Twitter and Instagram, if that matters. I'm at Grayson Niles. I don't have a Twitter. You Only gotta get a Twitter, buddy. Do, it, Twitter. do I? Yeah, I think so. Um, let's see. What's the basis of our podcast? Why are you listening to this right now? Um... I think it's fun. So this all started the other day when we were having a conversation about the Guinness Book of World Records books that used to come out when we were kids. Like the early aughts, shiny, huge. Shiny, like, huge, exciting, scholastic book order. event. Ordering Guinness yes. Records. Because they were very colorful and they're very memorable. And for some reason, we both had very strong memories like of major. getting those. I remember walking into a Barnes & Noble and they're right on fucking display. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's like, it's lit. It's the new year. Yeah. There's some new records. Yeah. Yeah. And so we were talking about this, and then we thought to ourselves, what other things can we talk about from our childhood that yeah. have some impactful feeling, positive or negative? Yeah. I mean, mostly, like, it crossed my mind of, like, I wonder what weird shit I was into that, like, fucked me up now. <laughs> yeah. What, th- what lingering things yeah, do I still think Yeah, what's hurting about? me still? So, yeah. Maybe we'll, we'll come up with a name for the podcast while mm-hmm. we're recording. I, my original pitch was, did this mess us up? That's not bad. Oh, okay. I mean, I like it. Oh, okay. Great. Cool. Welcome to, uh, currently, did this mess us up? Yeah. Um, the podcast where we recount our childhood memories, mm. um, because neither of us can afford therapy. That's right. Yeah. You um, are in therapy, right? I am. I am too. I okay. Am. I guess we can't afford therapy. Um, <laughs> it's not that expensive, people. Uh, it is. However... You know, you got to like find like, I got, I'm on a sliding scale. Place. Oh, yeah. yeah actually, so, technically, mine is mostly covered by my insurance and my insurance is expensive. So it is actually expensive. Yeah, you pay a lot for insurance. No, my insurance is dog shit. I just, I think my therapist is technically someone who's still getting their hours in before they become oh, like a good. real therapist. Have you seen Shrink? No. It's very good. When did it come I out? I think it's called Shrink. It was on like an old CISO show, but I think it came out oh. somewhere else and it was like Tim Baltz and Mary Holland were in it. It's very good. Okay. But it's exactly about that. It's about a therapist. She's getting his hours, so he does free therapy for people. Uh, it's very good. All right. My shit's anyway. not free, but... Okay, so let's see. Um, what... Um... So when you were conceiving this, did you have anything that came up to... You were... We were pitching ideas the other day. Okay, so when I was conceiving this idea in my head, I got a, a vivid memory of me in... We used to move a lot when I was a kid, so I can't... Me too. You really? Yeah. Yeah, I can't put my finger on exactly which house this was in, but it was at one of those houses that had a... You could get to the garage by opening the door of the house. Like, you didn't have to go outside or anything. Oh, yeah. And so, like, I was, you know, like a young... Uh, a young girl, like preteen girl, who's obviously obsessed with my body image because the fucking world is against all young preteen girls. That's and right. so I remember there was a, <laughs> a small TV out in the garage with like exercise equipment and a VCR. Um, and so I would obsessively watch the two tape movie because this was a two-tape movie like titanic gone with the wind two-tape movies. oh two-part okay yeah and also uh pearl harbor so i would <laughs> obsess it i wouldn't watch titanic or gone with the wind great movies uh-huh. great oscar winning movies i would obsessively watch the movie pearl harbor on vhs yeah when did pearl harbor come out i don't fucking know i'll look that up really i fast. just can't remember if it i guess it came out in vhs time 
So yeah, you'd no, watch no, that in the garage while exercising? Yeah. Yeah. So, and I can't remember, oh, I just Googled Pearl Harbor in general and it's telling me about like, okay, oh, 2001 yeah. is what I can't. Um, yeah, so I was 11. Uh, yeah, so I didn't live in LA yet. So mm-hmm. this is like in Denver and I'm just like this like chubby Denver preteen girl, like doing crunches on an exercise ball while mm-hmm. watching like a love story Aww. between Ben Affleck and um, Kate Beckinsale and Josh Hartnett. Yeah. It was a triangle. So I think I would watch it mm, four times a week. When you, If you watch that movie now, would like your abs start hurting? Just out of like memory? I'm pretty sure my loins would <laughs> This was like when people like recount like, oh my God, it's like the first time that they like understood like or didn't understand sexuality. Like this is that movie. That this is the break. This is the tipping point where you figured it out. I don't think I figured it out, but I think that I definitely was like, uh oh, there's a, yeah. there's a storm a coming. You know? Oh yeah. 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 Cause like I thought that Ben Affleck and Josh Hartnett and Kate Beckinsale were mm. hot. So, like, talk about confusing yeah. little girl. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, While you're trying to work out. Yeah, it was like... Did you ever see that video with Kanye West, the faded video, where it's just that um, really, really pretty lady, like, dancing oh, like, yeah. in a gym? Yeah. That was, like, basically me. That was you. As an 11-year-old. Yeah. I had the same kind of thing. So when I was... I, this isn't wasn't a movie. I used to watch... Um, the Star Wars movies over and over on VHS. Actually, I watched the first, the New Hope and Empire Strikes Back because the VCR ate my copy of Return of the Jedi. Bummer. So I didn't see that one much. But in Return of the Jedi, is like Princess Leia is very famous for wearing like that bikini. Oh yeah, when she's thing. like on a leash. Yeah. By the way, I've never seen any Star Wars movies. Okay, not it's a not joke, important. But like I have, ex- I've experienced pop culture, so right. I know these things. Yeah, you're yeah. Um, <laughs> so when I was a kid, I had a poster of return of the jedi in my room Mm -hmm. and it was one of those things where she was on the poster like in the bikini and that in my head i remember being like yeah it's one of those things was like it's before you know like anything about anything yeah but you're like something about this feels like stimulating yeah Yeah. yummy (laughs) and so you're like but you're like what's happening and then also for the longest time i'd always feel very like guilty about feeling like that oh totally because i would for a very very long time i'd always feel guilty about feeling good about anything did you grow up religious no i just grew up paranoid and anxious weird yeah so that did that mess you up (laughs) um it was yeah yeah it was very strange because like yeah it was my childhood house um that i still have dreams about all the time and do you never have dreams about your childhood house? I moved a lot, like I said. Oh, me, so yeah. So this was my dad's. So my my parents were divorced. And so my dad's house for a long time was... Actually, it was only until I was, maybe it was like 12 or 13. He had this one house. And then my mom and like, because I live with them, we moved a lot. But my uh-huh. dad had the same house. And so for, to this day, I still have dreams about that house. I don't even remember if the dreams are actually correct of what it looked like. But in my head, this was Do like, you have... Okay, keep going. Anyway, so I had the... Yeah, the, I was just saying that that's the first earliest thing I can remember of being like something's Sexual? yeah something's something's up now does that like does that affect you to this day like what you found sexually attractive as a kid does that fuck you up to this day it I feel like are you um are you like Ross from friends and you have a Leia fantasy 
No. Or like any punchline of any movie about a nerd? No, I don't believe so. Because again, it was one of those things that I, I think I tried to try to suppress that for forever. Wow. Because I was like, I don't, this can't be correct. So I'm just going to not like it at all. That's, you sound like a kid who was growing up gay, but like right, but not I wasn't. Gay, yeah. Nope, not at all. Just I was afra- like I was literally asexual. afraid for I can't I don't know why, but for a very long time the word sex like creeped me out. Like when my older siblings would ever say it or talk about it, or whatever, it would make me uncomfortable. The oh. thought of it, I I don't know where that stems from, and I think I'm past it. <laughs> Are you? Yeah. I'm- oh yeah. I love. Yeah. Sex is great. Okay. Yeah, it's fine. I find myself as an adult getting like squeamish around sex now. Really? Not like not like sex, sex, but like if I'm ever like doing like improv or if I'm ever like acting or something, oh, it yeah. like has to start getting sexual. Like I find myself like turning into like a turtle. Really? Like, I I work through it. I work yeah. through it, but it's mostly like after the fact when like I'm getting like any sort of critiques and I'm like I want to oh, be dead yeah. inside. <laughs> It's because, so at the same house, also, did you ever, like, um, did you ever, like, play doctor or anything when you were a kid? Totally. Without really, I did too. Without supervision, that always became something. Yeah. I have one very specific moment of, like, a friend of mine I had when I was, like, uh, Is this podcast about to be talking about when we think we might have been molested as children? No! (laughs) God, I hope not. No, but it was a thing of, like, where that me and a friend of mine when I was a kid, Kind of like did, but it was a thing where like our parents were super concerned, what we're, and we were both like, oh, like this, like whatever. Like I feel like neither of us thought. I mean, it was, it was very inappropriate. That's what I'm saying. A doctor like always got fucked up because yeah. kids don't know. That's the thing you don't know. Also, I was just thinking about this the other day. Like in when you're playing the game doctor, the whole thing is that it it, it like you get naked, I guess. Oh, I don't think we were getting naked when we were playing doctor. What was I playing? <laughs> I don't know what Cadaver? I was playing either. Maybe. <laughs> dead body lying next to another dead body. No, I don't you know what to, it was. You would just lie naked? Yeah. We just like took our clothes. I was like four. And we just like take our clothes off for no reason. And then just be like, okay, we're naked now. Didn't do anything. Wild. Yeah. Feral children. Yeah. It was just like, Feral yeah. ch- Canadian children. And so, yeah. And it, my parents like freaked out about it. And, but I was just like, I don't know what's going on. No, of course not. You don't know. I would, my mom had this best friend, Debbie, and Debbie's son, Dallas. Should I be using real names? I am. (laughs) Uh, He's two years younger than me. And so I think we were introduced when he was like two and I was four. And we kind of like grew up together until I moved to uh, California when I was like 13. And they would make us take baths together. And like, as I'm like growing up, all that would, the, the big like talk was always like, well, you remember you kids used to take baths together. And it's like when you're like growing up and you don't know what anything means and anything is, yeah. everything's confusing. Like it does get to a point where you're like, why do you keep bringing this up? Oh yeah. And then you feel like, were they wrong? Was I wrong? Yeah. It's like, they're like chastising you for taking baths. It's like, you're the one who put me there. Well, they weren't chastising me. They oh, okay. Were they were just bringing like, it up as in like, remember that when? I don't know why they were bringing it up. The I've, fuck, mom? I, know, I have noticed that people like to like, 
There's definitely a lot of people that like to bring up. Here's the thing. Lately, I've been very, um, like, people talking about, like, very, which is funny because this is literally what we're doing right now, mm-hmm. which is fun. But, like. Are you about to say that it's stupid? No, it's just, like, <laughs> when people bring up the same thing over and over again. Like, that's that sounds like the kind of thing where every time you saw a specific relative, they would be like, oh, remember when this happened? Yes. Or like, remember this? I was like, yes, I do remember because we talk about it every single time. Yes. It's like they have one anecdote that they just hold on to forever. Yes. It's like, I felt like if me and Dallas would fight, it's like, well, remember you used to take baths together. Or if me mm-hmm. and Dallas would have any qualms whatsoever that he's a boy and I'm a girl. Like, because that's you grow up with like that. Yeah. Well, remember, you used to take baths together. And it's right. like, ugh, and so just... fucking what? Yeah. Like, ew. Yeah. Okay, I wrote this down because you were talking about how you had dreams about your childhood house. Huh. And I think that that, I mean, it's not my experience. And I don't know if it's because I moved around a lot or what. Mm-hmm. But my brain immediately, I'm like, bro, that house has ghosts. Oh, yeah. Speaking of, specifically speaking about ghosts and childhood stuff. That's a good thing. To this day, I 100% believe in ghosts. Anytime someone says anywhere is haunted, I take them at face value that they're correct. (laughs) And it's because of this childhood house that I had because it was legit haunted. And I would hear, I don't remember it, but my sister does. And and my parents would tell us like ghost stories about this house growing up. So my entire life, everywhere I've lived, I assume is haunted until proven otherwise. Dude, fuck that. I... So in that... complicated relationship with ghosts because Mm -hmm. like... I, for the for all intents and purposes, like have kind of dismissed religion, mm-hmm. um, not in like a bitter way, just in like a what I believe to be practical or right. logical. And but then there's also like the things of like spirits and like you know like why do tarot cards work and yeah. like why do people who I trust have these stories? Yes. And it's kind of like, okay, like, you know, and okay. it's kind of speaking weird, of right? People, yeah, speaking of people who, I, okay, so. Also, thank you for not judging me by saying that tarot cards work. They're just weird. Oh, yeah, I've like never that. used them, but I know a ton of people. I feel like a lot of people I know now. Oh, it's major them. right now. It's Millennials huge. are seeking it's any huge. answers for why we're all so <laughs> fucked up. But now all Anything, of a sudden, like, me. everybody knows their goddamn rising sign. Um, and, like, we're just looking for answers because we're like, well, no, fuck that. Jesus yeah. isn't the answer. But, like, it's because I was born on April 3rd at 3 mm-hmm. p.m. in fucking Denver. Yeah. So, ghosts specifically. So, the child, same house that I had with the Princess Leia poster. Uh-huh. So, this house was, I don't know how old this house was, but all I remember my mom telling me when she first moved into that house, um, there was this woman who used to live there apparently. And this is, again, all secondhand knowledge because so, I was very young at the time. Right. But um, she said this woman used to live there. And anytime when my mom and my parents first moved in, anytime my mom would move something, She'd get a shiver down her the back of her neck. She'd feel like a breeze or something go to the back of her neck anytime she moved anything around or changed anything. Why do I house. feel like I've heard this story? Maybe I've told you. Did you tell before. it? Yeah, either you either told it to me or you told it to yeah. John Nooner. So, but I like it. It so yeah so and then she eventually she said that she yelled at the ghost and she went away. <sighs> On top of that, my sister now she was probably like six to. Eight, I think maybe uh-huh. when we lived there. So she had she remembers some young kid memories, and she said multiple times she's remembered like waking up in the middle of the night and seeing someone sitting on the end of her bed, and like hundred to this day she's like yeah for hundred percent absolutely it was there, 
And apparently when I was a baby, I used to point at stuff in like the corner, stuff like that. Fuck and, that. If I had a yeah. baby and it was like over there, yeah. I'd be like, get burn the this house to the ground. Burn the baby. Yeah, burn the baby. Like burn everything. Yeah. Anyone that has anything to do with this, I'm out. Uh-uh. So from that time on, and here's the thing that kind of like, uh, I guess justified it in a way or like made it even more real. So my mom had a ghost guy when we were growing up. What do you mean a ghost guy? Like a guy who, like a medium who would come and de-ghost places. Okay. So. It just seems like, did the, did the medium show up before the house or after the house? Um, This guy, she, my mom, like, I think knew him for a long time. He's like a spiritual guy. He used to do like. What's, because what's more believable that she's always had a ghost guy. So she's always going to feel ghosts anytime she walks into a place or that she moved into this place and like paranormal activity vibes are like, maybe we should get a ghost guy. I think it's. I think she, I find the latter to be more believable. No, I think before even they moved in here, she, my mom's always been very spiritual and very like. Okay, okay. Uh, so, but this guy who I'm not, I don't know if he was a medium in his. I don't think he ever. For being why scary. what? Why she didn't burn you as a child for being yeah. scary? Oh yeah. <laughs> um, so he would come and he would just like you know de ghost places. He's like a ghostbuster, but without any of the tools. So he would come in but with and, the same sense of humor. Oh, I think so. His name. He's got a great. I don't want to say his name on here, but he's got a great name. And oh, what? I know. Uh, and Fine. so he, uh, he like would come like, in. Uh, I don't know, like Zane, Zane Blast? <laughs> What's a great name? So he came, he would uh, come in and he's, this happened. My mom brought him in at multiple places that we lived. So he'd come in and, and, okay. and burn whatever it did at work. Because, this is when I start to get skeptical. Yeah. So she would do this in all the places that we lived. Mm-hmm. So my entire life, I'd always grow up thinking there were ghosts everywhere. And because, and then it wasn't until years later that my mom were like, well, ghosts are usually harmless. They're just kind of like around. But in my head, I'm like, no, ghosts are movie ghosts that are always bad. Spooky, yeah. yeah. And so here's getting to the like. Although Casper was a movie ghost and he was friendly. It was right, right. in the title. I don't think we had Casper. So we had like. Casper the friend. Old war people that would. You didn't get Casper in Canada? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just mean like the actual ghosts that we experienced in our house weren't Casper lookalikes. They were like people. They looked like people. Oh. Because you know how Casper looks like a very traditional kind of ghost? Ghost. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so had you seen like a floating white sheet, you would have been That like, would have been that different. Casper. Yeah. So, but talking about things of being like, because uh, you were talking about earlier about um, like skeptics or like hearing yeah. something that kind of like made you actually really believe. So... My whole life I was growing up, I was kind of just like, you know, okay, like it, I would always try to play it off, like, but secretly deep down inside, I was like terrified. Mm -hmm. But so my mom, one of my mom's best friends is like a PhD, uh, very science, very left brain. Left brain is the critical thinking one. I believe so. Okay. So whatever one, whatever half of the brain is critical thinking and stuff. Doesn't believe in any paranormal stuff whatsoever. So at our, um, we have like, um, like in my family, there's, we have like a cabin kind of place that we've mm-hmm. had for years mm-hmm. and it's apparently haunted too. And there's a, well, there's one room to this day I won't stay in. Like I'm a grown up, no. I won't stay in that room. I won't stay in that room because of the stories I've heard. And my mom was like, I've had, she brought the same guy back from our childhood house to this house to clear it. And he's like, it's gone. It's all fine. I won't ghost stay in there. Ghost face? I refuse to stay in there. Yeah. Oh my God. And so anyway, because of this reason, well, okay, so yeah. this is the reason because, and again, it's always one of those things where are like, okay, yeah, whatever. It's fine. Like you hear stories about my mom. My mom's always been uh, kind of like, she likes to 
spiritual. Yeah, it's very spiritual. She sure. also likes to, you know, fluff up stories. Sure, sure, sure. And so I was like, okay. But her friend is very logical, very smart. Uh-huh. Not, not that my mom's not, but you know what I mean. Your mom's a dipshit. No, she's great. <laughs> uh, but she, anyway, she's the so kind nice. of person who would never, ever believe in this thing. Yeah. So she's staying at that uh, house in that room one night. Mm-hmm. And she comes downstairs for breakfast the next morning. And she goes, you know, like, there's like something in that room. No. And we're like, huh? And she's like, yeah, I woke up in like in the middle of the night and like looked over towards like the closet and there was someone there. Fuck off. Why isn't anyone like losing their fucking minds? If exactly. I that shit- because her reaction after that, I was like, what did you do? She's like, I just turned over and went back to sleep. Which that alone is bananas to me. But the fact that she is a super skeptic and she's like, yeah, I saw something in there. That really, like, set in stone forever that I'm like, okay, there's something in that, first, just this room specifically, I'm never, I don't care how many com- people come to clean it out, I will always believe for the rest of my life that that room is haunted, and I, I don't stay in there. I won't go in there, when the sun goes down, I don't go in that room. Whoa. Yeah. Okay, so that's the thing, too, is I hear all these ghost stories, and everyone is like, I very calmly just did this, or like, Mm-mm. whatever, and I'm like... I feel like I'm going like full Scooby-Doo. Like yeah. my legs are running so fast that I'm yep. building up smoke. Like yeah. zoinks, like running the fuck out of a room. Like I, yeah, I run and I my skeleton stays behind and then catches up with the rest of my body. Yeah, like, I, but I don't have any like personal experience with ghosts. And then like, to me, I'm like, is if a ghost is real, does it also have some sort of calming presence to it that makes it like not scary? Or like I don't know because what? I would absolutely lose my mind. Because the thing sure. that scares me about ghosts is because there's you can't like there's no there's no like defense against a ghost. They can go through walls. A great Locked point. doors don't matter. They can get anywhere. So it's like I'm well, just, apparently the only defense against a ghost is saying stop it. Yeah, you have to confront them, which I would never do because I'm terrified. A ghost are like sharks. You have to punch them in the nose? Yeah. <laughs> so that's, but that's the thing, because I always feel like if I was ever in that situation, I always think, I've thought about this a lot. If I was in a situation where a ghost popped up right in front of me, uh-huh. knowing the knowledge that I know of being like, you have to kind of confront him and be like, hey, you're a ghost. Because apparently a lot of ghosts just don't think, just don't know that they're dead. Oh, and so they're sad. like, why are you in my house? Which is sad if you think about it. Yeah. So a lot of times you have to be like, you're dead. Like you don't live here anymore. It's the year, blah, 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 or whatever. And they're like, oh, and they just leave. That's best case scenario, I think. In my head, if I ever said that to a ghost, I always just, from experience of, like, confrontation and lack thereof, I think that the ghost would double down and say, no, you're wrong. But now that they have ghost powers, they could, like, do stuff. When did they get ghost powers? When they become a ghost. I don't know. They can grab stuff and, like, Not change faces They're, or like, something. basically, like, cats. Yeah. They can do anything they want because they're ghosts. And so I just, I've never been in a situation where I've had to do that. I prayed to everything that i would never be in that situation but yeah from a child from that house that truly to this day has a lingering effect of i absolutely think and even when people joke about ghosts being places i'm like oh okay 100 percent believe them yeah yeah um the old spot that i used to live in that house with the basement i would never want to sleep in that basement because i felt like there was a couple like when i've talked to other people about this they said that this is like uh, what is it called? Where you feel like you can't breathe, like you're like you're something's heavy Asthma? on your chest. No. And then there's like, like demons around you everywhere. 
This is sleep a paralysis. E sure. Like Close you were enough. sleeping. I felt like I would be asleep and then I would like kind of be half awake and I felt like something like on my chest. Oh yeah, that's sleep paralysis. Yeah, I would get that when I would sleep in that basement. Every time. Mm, almost. Yeah. yeah that's awful i, I hate it i've that. never had that my roommate used to get sleep paralysis a lot i've talked to people who had it and i'm it's, like that sounds he's like it's horrible. the scariest experience he's ever had yeah because you know that you're awake uh-huh but you're not and you cannot move your body oh my god because only like you're only conscious but like your must like your body's not it feels like someone is sitting on you yeah, and then some people awful. get a, get it with a mixture of also seeing like tall looming figures all around. Yeah, them. he's like, I used to feel like there was something, like he'd be lying down. Uh-huh. And he's like, I could feel something behind me, but I couldn't turn around to see what it was. Oh, like, and that's the kind of stuff that I'm like, oh yeah, that stuff. But I'm sure that there's a scientific you. explanation as to why our bodies do that. Ghosts. <laughs> Ghosts. Okay, fine. Um, Okay, so you have believed in ghosts, and I'm sure people are skeptical when you say it. Is it embarrassing to say it sometimes? No, because I also believe that if you refuse to acknowledge their presence, that's the ones who they'll haunt. So when people say you're an idiot, Uh you go, okay. I would much rather believe in them and be called an idiot and then be like, yes, we are real. That's so the we're mentality not that Scientologists have. As opposed have. to being skeptical and then them like, because obviously if you were a ghost and someone was like, ghosts don't exist, you'd want to prove it. I would want to prove it to them <laughs> that ghosts exist. True. So I would go, all the skeptics, I would say, I'm going to show you that ghosts are real. So if I believe in them, that's my counter. That's the only thing you can count on. So with. maybe I should start doing that with the movie Pearl Harbor. Because that is also, like, when I grew up, like, as I was growing up, to circle back to Pearl Harbor, I didn't know, okay, this is an embarrassing thing. So I was in my first day of high school drama class, and um, everybody had to get in the the front, or everyone had to stand up and say, hi, my name is so-and-so, and and my favorite movie is whatever. So everyone's doing their thing, and I stood up, and I said, hi, my name is Cassandra Cardenas, my favorite movie is Pearl Harbor. And people started laughing at me it, because either they thought my favorite movie was Pearl Harbor and mm. they thought I was stupid cause, yep. or they thought I was being ironic. Yeah. So I got away with it because I think they thought I was being ironic. Mm. But in reality, I was like, what's the big deal? Yeah. And then I started like, as I've gotten older and older and older, like realize who Michael Bay is. Because mm-hmm. like I used to like, I would watch the Transformer movies and I would fucking shit all over Michael Bay. I'm like, this guy's a fucking joke with this bullshit explosions and then i found out michael bay directed pearl harbor and i was like oh no yeah like as i grow up older and older i'm realizing people hated this movie people thought it was so shitty yeah and like what yeah and when you're a kid you don't have the confidence to just be like oh i like it anyway well, I did. I mean, I didn't know as a kid that people didn't like it. Oh, this, this is older. No, older. I've realized that people didn't like it. But no, you said when you were a kid and you said. I'm talking about in high school. Yeah. Oh, I mean, in high, high school. Okay. That's a, that was my first like glimpse into was this a bad movie? And I didn't know that. Yeah. Do I like bad things? My I had I laughed hard because that reminded me of a very, very specific talking about like traumatic events that you remember. You laughed hard off mic. I don't think yeah. I heard you. Oh, yeah, yeah. But. They laughed hard, though. <laughs> so I don't know if I've told you this story either, but same kind of, just in the same regards of, like, being so kind of 
liking something so much and proudly saying it out loud to immediately receive <laughs> universal backlash yeah. from your peers, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. So I was in third grade and we were going around the room and everyone was talking about their favorite breakfast cereal. Oh no. And when I was a kid, my mom never got us like, uh, like unhealthy breakfast cereals. Mm -hmm. Like once a year, literally once a year, we were allowed to get a, uh, like an unhealthy cereal and I always got cinnamon toast crunch. But what? other than that, we always had, you know, we have, uh, we get like Rice Krispies, Cheerios, stuff like that that were like more on the healthier side, I guess. Although so, now... Right, and they're, they're all bad. Okay. Um, but the one I would used to get when I was a kid, it was, uh, it was called Cranberry Almond Crunch. And it was like a, it was like oats and like crunchy kernels, had dried cranberries in it, obviously almonds. Super, super good. It was no, like as an sweet. adult, I'm like, that sounds delicious. Yeah. But as a third grade. So it was in third grade. Everyone was at, and I was, okay, so here's the situation too, I remember it is, I was in the back of the class. Uh -huh. So everyone is in front of me. Yeah. So like, I stood up. Uh huh. And because we're asking what everyone's favorite cereal, people are saying like Fruit Loops, Captain Crunch, all this nonsense. You know the hit. The and I was like, I love cranberry almond crunch. And every eye in the room looks at me, <laughs> and just they were all universally no, no. And everyone either laughed or said like, "Ew, that's gross," or like it was heartbreaking oh my god and i i honestly feel like that i've had to go through a lot of work to get over being like proud of like it took me like from that moment i became a conformist to being like yeah whatever no. you guys like i like too no that's like whatever you guys you up. whatever everyone else loves me too it's great you can't beat them <laughs> yeah beat of your own drum because you're I a also, third yeah. who liked almonds yeah and for a long time too it took me a long time to realize that you could be friends with people that had different likes than you did mm. So I was always like, oh, I'm my friend. I have to like all the same things as my friends. And if I meet someone who's even slightly different, then we can't be friends. That was rang true to me when I was in middle school. Because so in middle school, I don't know if this is for every everywhere, but in like Littleton, Colorado, like fucking middle school, that shit was so clicky. It was gnarly. Like I had maybe five friends and and that was it but mm -hmm. then there was like this big long group of like popular kids and like like when i watch movies about like like mean girls or anything that like, takes place in high school and like all the clicks and stuff that's truer to my medical uh, my middle school experience than wow. my high school experience my high school experience like i mean i went to high school in like burbank everyone was like nobody gives a fuck like right. the football team was shitty and the show choir was awesome and like everything was backwards but in middle school was very like you know, like black and white, like this rules. is what you do. There's rules. But what's crazy to me is that, so there was, I had like a couple like satellite friends who would not like, depending on like our statuses, either wouldn't acknowledge me at, in school or I wouldn't acknowledge them uh -huh. because of just like, you know, the hierarchy. Right. So I had a couple friends that were popular kids because one of them I did um, a summer musical with outside of school. Yeah. So like we were friends, but like at school, like this bitch would not look at me. Yeah. And then there was another girl who was the most popular girl in school, but she sat next to me in English class and she thought I was funny. Mm -hmm. And so like she like in English class would love, love me, but like anywhere else, like 
Mm-mm. So you're saying you're friends with the popular kids, you just couldn't prove it. I couldn't prove it. Yeah, fuck you. Fuck <laughs> you. But then there was another kid who, he lived in the same townhouse complex as my cousin. And um, and he was a Yu-Gi-Oh kid. Oh, yeah. So like they, you were, uh-huh. oh, fuck you. I wouldn't have talked to you in middle school. No, I would I never have. I did, yeah, no, go on. I mean, I was like goth. So like oh, okay. I was in, I had my own oh, problems. I was terrified. Yeah, no, I was like I like I mean when I say goth, I mean like I listened to Good Charlotte and okay. thought that I was fucking goth. I was the closest thing to a punk than that school had. Um in middle school? Yeah, dude. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um and but he was a Yu-Gi-Oh kid. So like after school, we're all at my cousin's complex, everyone's fucking we're playing scooters, fucking hanging out, talking shit. Like one of my other cousins like dated him and then when she like joined our middle school she realized that she'd made a severe mistake and Uh like they broke up because he played Yu-Gi-Oh there was just rules (laughs) (laughs) like yeah and now I'm and so then when I moved to California I left in the beginning of eighth grade and so I'm like it was like I was like there for like two weeks before I moved and on the last my last day I walked up to the popular table at lunch and I pointed out all the people that knew me and I said if you don't know me my name is Cassandra Cardenas and I'm moving to LA to be a movie star Uh and you guys are assholes because you never talked to me before and then I walked away that's so powerful it was it was cool although like it probably wasn't cool But I definitely did it. Yeah. And then like my like five friends were like, yeah, like high five. That's great. That's fucking sick. It's amazing. Yeah, it was weird. To do that in middle school is great. Hmm? To get even a slight moment of Of self-assurance and confidence in middle school was great. I didn't taste, I don't think I tasted my first like bit of confidence until like a few years ago. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was kind of, I was pretty cocky um, for because considering how like unpopular I was, uh-huh. um, but uh, I was humbled after. So. Oh yeah. I mean, once I moved to LA, and then I was like, "Well, no, no, I've had humbling moments in my life." I had when I was a kid. I've had a lot of rises and falls. Yeah, that's that's you know a typical story. When I was in elementary school, I used to be friends with pretty much everybody. <laughs> um, like. I let a guy friends that weren't friends with the girls and vice versa, but I was always kind of in the middle of being like, yeah, I was sort of friends with everyone. Yeah, I had friends. I had boys and girls. Um, but then when I moved to, the, to, this is in Canada, and when I moved to the States and I went for, to start middle school, and I and didn't know to, anybody. Wait, did, okay, so. So I, I finished uh, sixth grade in Canada and uh-huh. then moved to Texas to start seventh grade. Oh, okay. Yeah. And. So starting so you're in like border, like you're like more Texas. I've lived, yeah. I just recently have now lived in the U.S. longer than Canada, which is something I've been having to deal with mentally. But how is that possible? Yeah. So anyway, how so old are you? How old? I'm 27. No, I just turned 28. How old? What year is it? Yeah, I just turned 28. So I've now been in. I I moved to the states when I was 12 or 11. 11. 12. Okay, so you didn't just. I mean, unless you've moved back to Canada since. I didn't just what? Like 12 minus 28 is 16. Oh, yeah, so yeah. You, that just happened a few years ago. Where the okay, cool, passed. cool, cool. Yeah. I'm just like, I don't want you to lie on this podcast. Right. Okay. That's not what No, this about. is all true. All truthful. We should name it We Don't Fucking Lie. We Don't Lie. We Don't Lie. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, so when I moved, so I was very like outgoing and very uh, comfortable and, and well, not comfortable, but very more outgoing and more friends with people and stuff a lot in elementary school. And then when I got to Texas, it was like a crushing coming down to earth of being like, I don't know anything about this, anything. You don't know about I don't know about America. Cattle. I don't know about ta- I don't know about anything. An and so it was like in Texas. Yeah, it was a very slow build back to like mm-hmm. becoming who I used to be. I think as a child. I think I'm still trying to remember how, but it, but yeah, because there were like rules at a whole bunch of stuff. And like middle school is also just the worst time. It's a to bad be a time. Like, I mean, this unpopular uh, girl with five friends is the same girl who's doing crunches watching fucking Pearl Harbor. Like, yeah. middle school's fucking weird mm-hmm. and like not safe for no. brains. Oh, and for no. I mean, everyone has to go. Like, imagine, like, can you imagine being a teacher in middle school? No. And just being in like that concentrated of an area with that much puberty happening? Mm-hmm. Like It's absolutely a nightmare. Whoa. Yeah. Like whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Um oh. Yeah. yeah. Um Okay, so we were what were we talking what else what were we talking about? What else did I put on there? Um, what, 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 what do we brainstorm? Oh my God! Yeah, you can't look at Home Depots. That's what you meant. <laughs> the fuck is up with that? When I was a kid, um, there was a yeah, there was a was for like for at least five or six years, I couldn't look at a Home Depot like the Home Depot logo because well, that's so weird to me. Could you look at anything orange? Yeah, other stuff was specifically Home Depot because I, um, her woman parked in a handicapped spot. Okay. And she, does, she apparently doesn't see a handicapped sticker or like anything on this car uh, that would confirm it as a handicapped vehicle mm-hmm. to use those spots. Sure. And so kind of under her breath slash out loud, she just mentioned something about like, Ugh, like people who park in place like without sure, sure, sure. Or, or like terrible or whatever um and so we're walking so that was like and i'm used to my mom kind of just like being very honest about stuff and like saying things so i'm like okay so we get to the car and i get in the car seat all of a sudden there's a woman next to our car what who heard that who was like the woman that was parked in there heard my mom say this and she comes up to the car and starts screaming i've like talking all about how like her mom is in like all this care and stuff and like oh and all these things obviously it was like now i realize like clearly she was going through a lot of stuff and just like taking it it. out yeah Yeah. which is like you know whatever it was it it got figured out but i was a kid i just there was a stranger screaming at my mom anytime your parents are ever in any position of like anything happening to them yeah it's always awful yeah so like i was just sitting in this car and just like completely turtled in like a what kind of person screams at a woman with a kid I've i'm like i can't put my i can't put my finger on something. any moment where that's happened in my life because in it it's not because i mean my mom's pretty non-confrontational but also right. like because i was that, a fucking kid yeah so that i i think back to like a few moments that moment in my life made me a non-confrontational person absolutely because i was so like mortified that we were getting yelled at by this stranger and so all this stuff was happening. And so I just like that feeling of what a stupid bitch like, putting all that drama on you. Existential dread and just like feeling so incredibly 
I was embarrassed. I was like ashamed. I didn't do anything, but just like that level, which is why I never like, I never yelled at anyone in my entire life. For real? For real. Ever. I've never yelled at a person because. When do you yell? I don't. I don't think I ever yell. When I get mad, I, I ball it all up inside and then I get very quiet. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I hate that. I never yell at. I've, I'm trying to think of. I'm not like belligerent, but I am right. a yeller. Yeah, I've never, ever, ever yelled. Because. Not at strangers, though. Oh, absolutely not at strangers. But like, you know, at loved ones. Yeah. No, never. <laughs> no, yeah. I never ever, because my parents like would argue when I was a kid and on top of this yep, lady screaming at us and like a couple other moments or very this messed you up. formative, yeah, very formative moments of me becoming a complete non-confrontational person. All right. I'm put, I'm, we're going back to the original title. Did this mess us up? <laughs> um, and from that moment, I was like yelling doesn't like to me, I was like, I feels so awful and this is re another reason why i don't yell at people because when someone if someone yells at me or to me from those moments like i'll never forget that and now i know that you're a yeller and like that's a weird part of your like i'm always afraid that if i were to yell at somebody they will remember that like they'll remember me as someone who yells and for some reason that's always been a like a thing that i've never ever wanted anyone to think about me i think as I've aged, I've learned that yelling doesn't solve problems. Um, but I've certainly been a yeller in my life. Uh -huh. And like, I'm sure I yelled when I was a kid. I, 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 in fact, I know I did. I was not like, I mean, puberty, puberty yells yeah. and like just angst and bullshit. Like I wasn't like one of those kids that was like a bad kid. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, puberty was, you know, so I was a yeller. And then like, moving through life. I think I yelled. But then as I grew older mm -hmm. and then was yelled at, I kind of learned that the right thing to do is to let someone yell at you and then very patiently wait for them to be done, mm -hmm. realize what they did, mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden they have to apologize. Yeah. You know? You have like the upper hand. Like even if you're wrong, they suddenly become wrong <laughs> because they yell. Whoever's the loudest, yeah, has to. Oh uh, yeah, probably. Yeah. I mean, like... So yeah, so those things that happened like that when I became very, but it almost it I went so far in the opposite direction of becoming non-confrontational that I just most of my life I was just the most passive, like okay with everything kind of person. If anything bothered me, I just didn't say anything. See, I just thought that was because you're Canadian. Yeah, I mean maybe partially, but like you know, I was just very much like. And I still feel like I am very, like, I'm still, like, not a confrontational person at all. But, like, the older I get, the more I'm, like, I'm okay with not being okay with it. Or not that I'm okay with it, but, like, if I'm not okay with something, I will say it or, like, change it or, like, actively I was going to say, you don't come it. across to me as a non-confrontational person. You just, I mean, hopefully, and maybe I'm not right, but, like, kind of like what I was saying. When you age, you realize... This is not how to solve problems. Yeah. Like when I hear stories about people our age getting in fist fights, mm -hmm. I'm like, what? Like, it's funny. Yeah. What? Fighting has always been very funny to me. What? Like, I, because I mean, like, yeah, fine. Like when you're in high school and like early 20s and like, like I've been in fist fights before in my oh, life. But like, really? 
Yeah, but like, it's fucking punk rock, dude. Right. But like, no, 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 mm-hmm. never, 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 never. Why the fuck would I solve a problem that way? And so like, yeah, like that, that just like raw, crazy, like usually masculine energy, but like sometimes like, you know, I, I think any women who are getting in, in physical fights, that's, that's still a patriarchy's fault. But like, I'm like, for real like mm-hmm. you really yikes kids yeah and what happened there was a lot of like preppy kids in my middle school and high school and they would always like the cooler kids who and like they were very aggro and they were like there would be fights and there would be all sorts of things and i was just like now also because i built like a you know scarecrow so i don't want to fight anybody <laughs> regardless, like scarecrow but it yeah fighting has always been because i'm always like are you not thinking what happens after? Like, as I'm always a person who's like thinking down the line. Like, I always think of the consequences before the action actually happens. Yeah, no, I I get that. I'm built like a retired female wrestler or like <laughs> a current day NFL linebacker. So I think that the way I avoid, avoid like fighting is that just people assume I can beat them up. Right. So they don't want to push me to that point. That's good. And I'm kind of like I'm cool with that energy, mm-hmm. even though. I mean, I guess I'm saying I won't beat you up, but like, I probably, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I'm just, it's, it's helpful, like mm-hmm. being a little bit like more having an intimidating stature. Right. People don't fuck with you as much. Right. I have had to defend people's honor before, uh-huh. but not with physicality. But like, I remember being in a bar like a couple years ago in like fucking Silver Lake or some shit. And like these two girls were like screaming in the bathroom at this other girl who was in line and they were just like i mean these two girls were wasted and like this other girl was like just standing there trying to mind her own business from what i could see i mean maybe this girl did something before i got in the bathroom anyways it was two against one and this Mm -hmm. one girl was very small and she was like i don't like i didn't do anything i didn't do anything like i didn't look at you like whatever whatever and these girls are just like losing their fucking minds Uh and i did have like kind of like i'm just gonna black out and be batman really fast (laughs) And she'd be like, fucking leave her alone. <laughs> and then the girls would go away. Yeah. But then I like, the immediately after that that moment happened, I was like, I hope I didn't join the wrong team. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. what if that little girl's like a fucking bitch or something? Like, what if, what if she did something horrible? Right. But it's okay. I don't, I mean, women, we don't need to be fighting each other. We're yeah, too, being we're on too the wrong side of a Let the men fight each other and kill each other. I think about that too. I'm always like, which is the right side to take? If you walk into a situation that like you don't have any information for, maybe we should change this podcast to philosophy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Is that what it, philosophy is? Thought. It's finding thinking? out who you'd fight for. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Cool. I signed up for philosophy in college, and then I did like one class, and I was like, I don't like this. Uh, philosophy was was one of my favorite classes that I took, except there was a guy who always sat in the back and ate hard boiled eggs. Dude. Okay. So. Oh. Ooh. Okay. Before we stop, did your parents feed you fucked up shit that you had to take to lunch at school and get Made fun reamed of. for? Yeah. Um, I don't remember anything super weird, like taking to school necessarily. Uh-huh. It was always very healthy stuff. Like I never had a Lunchable until I was like in high school because I bought one at my home. Yeah. But... Yeah, I never, I would never have any, I think the weird thing was, is like, we ate so healthily. And this is like, as a kid, you're like, oh, this is lame. I just want sugar and bleh. 
but like growing up, I'm like so appreciative of it. But I, I, I envy that because I come from a Hispanic household and we, and not just any Hispanic, like Cuban people, which <laughs> we literally eat pork and we fry the fuck, we yeah. fry everything. So yeah, it's like sweetie. rice, beans, fried pork or oh, pork pork. So good. It was delicious, yeah. but like, yeah. Yeah. So I, I would know. just eat, I would eat like healthy stuff and then people would, because I'd always want to eat the bad things. Well, sure. I never could. Sure. But yeah, never anything. What did you have that was weird that everyone made fun of? Okay, so I don't know. If it, people made fun of it at worst. They, they thought it was weird, but then I ended up starting to like trade for it. Trade oh, other. Yeah. Okay, so my father was blind. Side note. Though nothing to do with what he was serving me for lunch. He was very self-sufficient, like, you know, whatever. Um, oh, hold for siren. Um, but uh, he didn't like to deal with peanut butter. Because it was like, it's just not easy to spread, okay. like, with sight or not. He just didn't fucking want to deal with it. What kind of... Okay, go on. I don't know what kind of peanut butter it was. He just didn't want to fucking deal with it. Okay. We had peanut butter in the house. If mom was making the sandwiches, I would get peanut butter and jelly. Fine. Uh-huh. My dad did not want to fucking deal with it. He didn't mind spreading jelly. So he would give me a jelly sandwich with a slice of Kraft cheese inside oh my god (laughs) so that was what i would be eating for lunch is like jelly and cheese sandwiches which is disgusting (laughs) i know i know did he like those i yeah he would eat them he didn't care but (laughs) so like i would get to like and like this is only when he made my lunch when my grandma would make my lunch it was like ham and cheese and like too much mayonnaise but it was like bomb but like yeah. no like retrospect i'm like that's too much mayonnaise but like you don't need mayonnaise on both sides of a piece of wonder bread yeah. so um yeah he would make those sandwiches and everyone would be like that's gross you're gross yeah, why do you why are you eating this roasted for that roasted so hard but some of them like there was like one or two girls who'd be like oh no i tried it it's good you can have my sandwich and i will eat yours and so i would like i started trading it weird it is weird and they were probably just addicted to sugar uh-huh. but yeah it was fucking it was gross what did you get in return normal sandwiches your standard <laughs> turkey cheese ham cheese like whatever else everybody else yeah. got from meat and cheese yeah meat and meat and cheese yeah just when you're a kid you just yeah you're craving that sugar buzz so you're like i don't think anything i like I don't think I was a picky eater when I was a kid, mm. but I feel like now when I see kids that like, when you take a kid to a restaurant and then it's like the parent like desperately asking a server, like, do you have chicken nuggets? Mm. It's like, no, we don't have those things. Like, oh shit, he won't eat anything else. Yeah, when parents like, like ask yeah, their he... kids what they want to eat, it is hilarious. I, it's a, this is a, it's a tricky subject because I've talked about it on another podcast and like, we did receive a response from a parent being like, you don't get it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, fine. But like. Oh, yeah. I'm sure it's. Ugh. I'm not saying it's easy. And again, I don't have kids. So. Yeah, I don't have kids. Salt. So I'm like, I'm just coming from like a but fucking. It's just like, like, I guess, yeah, it's like, from like growing up where there was a ton of stuff that I didn't want to eat. And then my mom was like, I don't care. Yeah. I just don't remember like, getting don't an time, option. I don't have time to. I'm sure if I asked my mom now, she'd be like, yeah, you didn't do this, this and this. But like yeah. we used to go, <laughs> we used to go to this place called Perkins all the time as uh when i was a kid 
and like at least like once a week or something like that. And then every once in a while, like if Perkins was busy, my parents would be like, well, let's go to Village Inn instead. And like these are literally like both of these places I just named are like Denny's, Marie Calendar, yeah. vibey places. Like the places that like people in our generation have made going instinct mm-hmm. pretty much. In- extinct, not instinct. Right. Um, and I used, I remember being in like the backseat of the car when Village Inn would come up as an, a suggestion, I'd be like, "Ugh, I can't go to Village Inn because I forgot my barf bag." <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I fucking nailed them, man. I killed it. Even though it's like Village Inn is pancakes. Yeah. Like, why do I hate it so much? I guess I, I was never a picky eater either. So I guess that, like, I've never been. No she was just a perfect, like, I'm tiny, like, kid. scared kid. Nothing. Armadillo scared. of a child who just yeah. got scared all the time. Yeah, I just open to a ball and she could just push me anywhere. Oh. <laughs> Except I, there was a few things that I really didn't like, but it was very like easily stuff to avoid, like cooked spinach. I always hated. Asparagus I never liked. Mm. But like I'd always eat broccoli. I'd always eat like my other vegetables and stuff. Oh, so I was like a few things that my mom was like, I'm just not going to buy this. But it was never anything. Like I wasn't a kid that just only ate like waffles. Yeah, no. I, I mean, I had to eat a lot of stuff. Because also like my mom worked full time. My dad was blind. And then like my grandma would, I mean, she was, she wasn't taking over an answer mm-hmm. when it came to like what she was feeding me. Yeah, my grandparents too were very much like, Eat, eat this. They, and I'd be like, no. And they're like, you you cannot leave this table until you eat. She food. used to buy, like, the, like, fucking, like, garbage bags full of fucking cereal that they'd sell at, like, Sam's oh, Club yeah. and Costco. Like that a it was like fertilizer bag you just throw over your shoulder. Like, on it. Yeah, for real. And it was like, but it was not Fruit Loops. It was like, like, Fruity Stars. Yeah. And it was like, and it literally said in the bag, like, compared to Fruit Loops. That shit sucked. Yeah. Like, I could taste the difference. I used to, like, ba- I'm like a child begging my grandmother to make me eggs when she just wants to make me cereal mm-hmm. because, like, I didn't like it so much. And, like, sometimes things, like, I'll get, like, a, a whiff of something or, like a, like, a quick taste of something that is, like, has even, like, one note of, like, the taste of, like, these fruity stars. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Ugh. like, I, it makes me, I think it's so gross. Like what? I don't know. I can't. Sometimes it happens. Just every once in a while, like it happens, and like, and I'll eat anything now. Like I've grown up into an adult. Like I'll eat fucking anything. Yeah. I don't even. I don't care how cruel it is. I don't like. I eat foie gras. I don't give a fuck. Like, which is like shitty. I shouldn't be so proud of that. But I eat everything. (laughs) Eat everything. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, things that suddenly have a reminiscence of that. Mm -hmm. That and medicine. When things taste like medicine, I don't like it. Med- I always, I never had a big problem with medicine. Well, it depends on what it was. Like cough medicine is gross. I'm talking like yeah, like cough, but like there's like you know like the spike seltzers that are super popular right now, like the white claws and all of those things. Oh yeah. So like there's like a like some of them there's like a flavor of a couple of them, not the white claws, but like truly or like natural yeah. light has them now. They'll taste like that cherry cough medicine, and I'll be like, get this out of my fucking yeah. face. I used to not like taking vitamins because my mom would always give me vitamins when I was a kid. Your and parents I, like really loved you. Oh, care I know. Of you. Oh, like, trust me. My growing God. up and like in hindsight, looking back on it, I was like, I am so appreciative. I was literally like passed around. Like I, my, my family loves me. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But like I feel like it's like and maybe it's a cultural thing or like what it is. But like I was like 
passed around from like house to house mm-hmm. of like you're gonna go and stay with your grandma for fucking six days yeah. like <laughs> like whatever it was but uh no there was no consistency to my diet as a child yeah it was just like yeah it yeah so my mom would always try her best to have everything be very healthy and very like was very on that and it's funny because yeah i was always like oh it sucks and good yeah and yeah. Then, like when i went to college and things and like seeing how other people ate i was like this is like how are you alive uh, and, and i okay so i feel like the information is out there now mm-hmm. so when people still active again i don't have kids and i'm speaking out of my ass right now mm-hmm. but like when i the information is out there so like when i see people like still feed their kids that way yeah i do start like being like stop (laughs) like i mean i don't know if the information was out there in the 90s who knows Mm -hmm. maybe it was and like just no one cares but like that those craft singles that cheese yeah i don't think that's cheese i'm like i think it's cheese but it's not yeah like i i don't know yeah but um and i know some parents and they think they make active decisions to like not or they just like get the Trader Joe's brand shit of stuff, and oh, then yeah, they the think that they're in the fucking market. clear. Better. Yeah, like well, Trader Trader Joe's wouldn't. Trader Joe's would never do that to me. Yeah. Did you ever have purple and green ketchup? Yes. Uh, yeah. Did you? I, uh, no. I, I mean, I was around it. Oh, I, loved I was it. around it, but I couldn't. I got the purple ketchup all the time. Ew! And and they had blue mustard too. That I did not know, but I'm interested in that right now. Yeah. No, my mustard's the... my favorite condiment, so I would love blue mustard. Why? Because it's different but it tastes like mustard it's just it's food blue. coloring you spend your whole life think seeing something one way and then you someone's like here what if you try this i remember like, cool. i was like in high school and like i, I was smoking pot i know this is between high school and middle school is when i started smoking pot because oh fucking denver dude. we never would have been friends when we were kids i know <laughs> i love meeting people like that i feel like I everyone i in a million years everyone i know friends. now i would not have spoken to like especially in high school when i was really like kind of yeah. like fucking punky i was still in show choir like i I was still in there somewhere i just had like a black hair and a lot of piercings but like so i started smoking pot and like i remember we would go back to my cousin's place and like we would make macaroni and cheese with hot dogs in it uh which is that sounds good it's fucking fire i'll i'll eat that to this day with ketchup in it if i just really want to like just go and tap into like my white trash pass but like so we would make macaroni and cheese with ketchup with hot dogs and then we would put she, I don't know why she only had the green ketchup, but she had the green ketchup. Mm-hmm. So she put the green ketchup in the macaroni cheese. And it like it came to like this like sky blue color that food never ever ever is. <laughs> like if you could like besides blueberries, like what is a blue food? Right. None. Blue is very rare. Yeah, and it was so it was great. I mean, it, was, it is what it is, and I was fucking baked off my ass. But like, oh, that sounds so good. It's fucking disgusting. I when I was a kid, I used to make bacon barbecue sauce and ketchup sandwiches whoa because i had like five i had like on the opposite spectrum of my mom like giving very help when i went to my dad's place like on the weekends like we would eat all like the like quote unquote good stuff when i was like oh yeah oh we'll my get God. pizzas we'll get like all yeah. sorts of things and uh, so like i couldn't cook anything because i was a, a tiny little boy uh-huh. and but i could do like the like minute bacon in the microwave oh so it wasn't toast, even real fried I would bacon. Toast two like... pieces of bread i would uh microwave the bacon i would spread ketchup just red ketchup and then barbecue sauce on each side of the bread 
I'd put the bacon into the sandwich. And then I liked when it got cold. So I'd wait for it to cool down and become, and like the consistency, the, it made like a little chewy little paste between like the, like when the bread got just soggy enough and mixed with like the little <laughs> hint of salty bacon God. with the barbecue sauce and ketchup. Loved it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I think we are messed up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're in an hour. Great. So, um, yeah, I guess we're going to keep doing this. And whoever you are out there, wherever we put this out, um, I guess Grayson doesn't have fucking Twitter. I have Instagram. I'm, I'll make a Twitter for this podcast. Okay. When we come up with a name. Yeah. So this is a great plug for it right now. Yes. Uh, tweet at us. Tell us what you think messed you up as a child. Uh, <laughs> within reason. Neither of us are therapists. Right. Well, this is fun. We're having fun. We're, we're having fun. We're having fun. We're, we're, Outside yeah. of you playing fucking naked doctor. I don't know. We're going to have to talk about that more later. Yeah. It was more like naked just lie next to each other. And it was like, hide, it was like naked hide and seek. But you're next to each other. Yeah. That's but not that's hide and seek, line. dude. That sounds like, like naked Max. Naked, you're hiding from. It's <laughs> just getting better or worse. I don't, know. <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't feel good though. Um, how do people end podcasts? Um, Listen to the next one. Yeah, we'll see you next time. We'll see you next time, and we'll bring guests, and 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 we're figuring this out. But thanks for listening, and we love you, and and goodbye. Bye. Bye. Mm-hmm.